You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hey mamas, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Work It podcast. This week, we are talking about communication, and I have such a fun treat for you. We are going to be bringing it back to your old school Cosmo reading days and taking a fun quiz on how to find your communication style. But before we dive into that, let's get started with some background on why communication is such an important part of life. Well, I mean, think about it. From the moment you open your eyes, you're communicating something to someone, whether that's a half-asleep good morning to a child's face standing a little too close to you, or a loudly whispered fuck because you slept past your alarm, or a typed response to an email that came in from your boss who's been sending you emails since 5 a.m., WTF. Communication is happening all day long. And I don't know about you, but for something I take part in so frequently throughout the day, I want to be damn good at it. I want to be the best fucking communicator out there because I got no time to waste communicating ineffectively. Would you agree? And it's not rocket science, honey. When you communicate effectively, you're more efficient. You get more done in less time. You also feel less frustrated. You say something once, you don't need to repeat it or reword it or worry if someone actually understood you. Take your kids out of the equation for a minute because we all know sometimes no matter how you communicate, they just don't listen. But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about getting to know what kind of communicator you are so you can better understand what kind of communicator everyone else is. And then so you can communicate at their level, not yours, be understood the first time, and hopefully get the answer you want a lot more quickly, aka saving you time, energy, and patience. So a few years ago, I developed my own version of a communication style quiz designed specifically for moms. The principles are similar to other communication styles, but I put the mama spin on this so you can really understand how this translates into your very own mom life. So what we're going to do in this podcast episode is something super fun. Like I said, we're going to transport you back to the Y2K years when you were likely reading Cosmo, taking those quizzes about knowing if you're too clingy of a girlfriend or whether your man is just not that into you. And we're going to take one of those quizzes. But this quiz is all about finding out what kind of communication style is more you. 
So if you're listening somewhere where you can easily jot down notes as I ask you these questions like just the letter A, B, C, or D that best describes you, then do that. And if you're not, you can do your best to rely on your mom brain, although I wouldn't necessarily trust that B. But I totally get it. I listen to podcasts while I'm working out, so it might not be possible for you to be writing this stuff down. Do you, girl? Just pay attention because we are about to uncover your communication style in this seven-question quiz. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. Number one, your kid's teacher requests a parent-teacher conference regarding your son's behavior. What's your first reaction? A. You email her back and schedule it immediately for that afternoon. Talk with your kid about it and create a positive discipline chart at home. B. You email her back and schedule for later in the week. Ask some questions in your message and buy a book on positive discipline to learn more about the concept. C. You call her and schedule the meeting. You want to connect and hear her voice. Then you ask your mom friends more about positive discipline. D, you email her back to schedule for later in the week and start thinking of ways you can improve the issue. Maybe an incentive chart or maybe more one-on-one time or maybe a family vacation. Number two, your husband tells you his company was acquired and he consequently got laid off. What's your first reaction? A, let me jazz up your LinkedIn profile for you. You'll be interviewing by Friday. B. What happened? What's the severance package? Can you apply to another role within the company? I'm going to Google the acquisition. Hang on. C. Oh no, babe. I am so sorry. Are you okay? What can I do to help? Do you want a beer or a back rub? I'll contact my friend who's a recruiter to help you out. D. Let's talk about it. How about a career change? You always said you wanted to go into sales. Three. You just found what you thought was the best deal on a pair of shoes at Nordstrom. You get to checkout and the salesperson says they were mismarked. What do you do? A. Make a quick decision and that decision is yes. Pull out your credit card and don't look back. B. Step offline, take out your phone, and do a search online to see if you can find the shoes cheaper elsewhere. Contemplate for a bit while you look at other shoes then decide to buy them. It makes sense. C. Call your bestie. Describe the shoes heel to toe. Tell her how amazing they make you feel. Then buy them because she told you. You deserve them. D. Imagine yourself wearing the shoes on vacation with your husband in Paris or even on date night this Friday in the city. I mean, you could even wear these babies to preschool pickup and it would change your day sold. Four, the pediatrician tells you that your kid isn't hitting all the milestones an 18-month-old should be doing. Which best sounds like you? A, you Google the milestones, schedule a meeting with your nanny, and come up with an action plan on practicing them daily all before leaving the parking lot. B, you research milestones on various websites that evening, sleep on it, Talk with your husband and ultimately come to the conclusion that you think your kid is fine, but if things don't change in two months, you'll revisit the issue. C. You hug your baby, call your mom, and cry a little, 
Then you contact a developmental expert to come over and evaluate. D. You make a list of questions for Google and find some new parenting concepts and theories. After reading up on this, you realize that milestone measurement is different everywhere, and you're going to start parenting in a more Swedish fashion. 5. It's mom's night out and your turn to plan. What do you do? A. Make a reservation immediately at the hotspot you've been dying to get into since it opened. Then you send everyone an evite with the details. B. Do a Yelp search and compare three places star ratings before deciding. Choose the one that has the highest ratings, is location-friendly, and serves the best margaritas. C. Ask anyone what they're in the mood for via group text. Once you have a consensus on Mexican food, get a recommendation from your colleague and make a reservation. It also helps that your colleague's brother is the manager. Possible free dessert? D. Brainstorm something totally unique and different. Change your mind, then choose a restaurant you've always wanted to try that may be a little outside the box, but everyone should still like it, right? 6. Your best friend tells you she's getting a divorce. What's your first reaction? A. I'm so sorry. What do you need? An attorney, a girl's getaway, a dating profile on eHarmony? I'll make it happen for you. B. I'm so sorry. Tell me everything. Did he cheat? Is there proof? My colleague just got a divorce and these are the steps she followed to ensure she ended up financially okay. C. I'm so sorry, honey. I can't even imagine what you must be feeling. It's okay to cry. I'm here for you. D. I'm so sorry. That's so shocking. I always thought you and John were so happy. I mean, you guys were always smiling in your pics on Instagram. I've heard of these new divorce mediators who are great for amicable divorces. 7. You find out that there's a promotion opening up at work and it's in an area of the business you are really interested in. What's your strategy look like? A. Work on a proposal pitch for your boss and schedule a time to chat ASAP. You don't want them to start thinking of anyone but you for that role. B. Research the salary, expectations, and schedule. Plan out if it makes sense for you from all areas of life to opt in for this role. Then put together a fact-based proposal of why you're right for the job. C. Talk to your husband, your mom, and your best friend about it. Your people always give you good advice and will help you decide if you should go for it. D. Look at your astrology notes and see if a job change was in the stars for you this year. All right, Mama, that was our last question, and now we are ready to reveal the results. Get ready for this. Here we go. If you answered mostly A's, you're a make-it-happen communicator. You do just that. You want action. You like to keep the conversation short, direct, and want a result ASAP. Basically, it's going to drive you crazy if someone tells you a story with a lot of details that aren't that necessary. Get to the point and get there now, right? If you answered mostly B's, you're a how's that work communicator. You like facts, information, and understanding it all. You're pretty analytical and need all the details to move forward. Slow and steady wins the race for you. 
You appreciate the person talking to you, explaining the steps one by one, and you tend to do this for others as well. If you answered mostly C's, you're a love my peeps communicator. You like people and you like to talk. You tap into your network on the regular for advice, experience, and support. Hearing a story about how that issue worked for your friend goes a long way for you. So you're likely the mom who is pretty active on those Facebook mommy groups and you hardly ever make a decision without talking it through with one of your besties. If you answered mostly D's, you're a think-outside-the-box communicator. You're full of ideas and like to explore creative and sometimes far-fetched solutions. You like to look at the bigger picture and not only the issue at hand. Sometimes you take the long road, but it gets you there nonetheless. You're a rare gem girl, and sometimes only other rare gems really can pick up what you're putting down. Now that you know a little more about what type of communicator you are, I want to give you a quick and easy three-step strategy that is going to make you a better communicator. Now, whether you think you suck at communication or you think you rock at it, there is always room for improvement. And by the way, oftentimes the people who think they rock at it are the ones who need the most help. I'm just saying. But don't let that get you down. Chances are you might be an excellent communicator as long as you're communicating in your style, the one that comes most naturally to you, the one you gravitate towards, the one that keeps you in your comfort zone. But the second you start talking to someone who isn't also that style, your excellent communication is going to feel like it's crumbled because you haven't taken the appropriate steps to pivot here. I like to narrow down effective communication to three simple steps. Number one, know your style. The good news is you've already taken the quiz here and become that much more self-aware of what your own type of communication style is. Now, You know me, I keep it real, and I'm not a certified communication style teller. So if you want to go out and take some more legitimate, lengthy quizzes, there are a ton for free on the internet to choose from. Go ahead. The bottom line here is become more self-aware because the more you know about yourself, the more you will be able to successfully communicate with others. Number two, think about your audience. Are you talking to your husband, your best friend, your manager, or your direct report, your son's teacher, the cashier at Costco? Identify who the person is. What kind of communication style are they? Now, you're not going to be able to go around giving people communication style quizzes, although you could totally direct them to this podcast episode and I would love you for it. But what you can do is this. Observe. Observe how that person typically communicates because most people tend to default to the communication style that is their own or something very, very similar because most people aren't as freaking smart as you and me and haven't just listened to this episode. Number three, shift your natural style to connect with them. This is the Google Maps of talking. It will lead you to your desired destination more quickly, 
with less traffic and no road rage. Take the few minutes to prep before communicating. Know your style, know their style. Know what you need to say and most importantly, how you need to say so, so that the person you're talking to actually understands you in the way you intend. So let's review those steps one more time. Number one, know your own communication style. Know your default, your natural way that you tend to lean on when you are just being you from the inner core. Number two, figure out your audience's communication style and you can easily get an idea of this by just observing how other people communicate because like I said, we all tend to default to our own natural styles when we're not trying too hard. Number three, speak their language. Adjust how you're delivering the message to a way that is going to make the most sense for the person you're speaking to. That's it. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode on finding your communication style. And if you have, I would be so appreciative if you could leave a review of the show. I absolutely love seeing those reviews. They remind me how impactful this show is because let's be honest, when you're talking into a microphone, oftentimes solo, you question your sanity a little bit. And if you haven't recommended this show to a mama friend, take a minute to copy paste that link and send it over if you think she might enjoy it or even share it to your social media feed. I'm on a mission to reach 10,000 downloads this year and empower lots of other working moms to keep working it and would be so grateful for your support to help me get there. Thanks for listening, Mama, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, If you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon, but in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.